Hello and welcome to Fridays at Home, the podcast on a mission to help you create a home, business, and lifestyle that aligns with your most authentic self. I am your host, Bamay, but since we're becoming friends, you can go right ahead and call me B. I really hope you are as excited as I am to be here. Before we get started, let's take care of some housekeeping. One, click that subscribe button so you never miss an episode. Two, grab your favorite drink. It's Fridays at home. Three, sit back and prepare to be challenged to live your best life. So let's start by just introducing yourself to our listeners and telling us about Elle. Okay. Hi, I'm Elle, <laughs> friend to Barme. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's so weird to try and introduce yourself without talking about like what you do, which mm-hmm. is a very perfect thing to do, I feel like. But in terms of who I am, I am a mother of two small, beautiful humans who just fill me with so much joy and stress both at the same time. <laughs> I am wife to an incredibly supportive husband who I wouldn't be married to anybody other than. I am a very creative human. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And I think it took me a long time to really lean into that side of myself that I'm a You're really creative, creative human. Yeah. Why is that? I think it's because growing up, I suppose the narrative of the time, I know it's not unique to my family, was that like, oh, you can't make money out of that. That is true. And that's a safety thing. That's, you know, the elders around you wanting to care for you and wanting to instill in you the values of productivity and hard work and making sure that you are secure in your being. This is so true. I feel like you've literally just described every (laughs) African parent out there. So I can totally relate. Yeah. I can the totally safety, relate. The, the safety, safety and the, like and what the security. Yeah. yeah. So how so, did you navigate so that? And that's not what she does now. It was a cultural thing. What like is your it. background heritage or do you recognize um, Oh, My dad's family are from Cyprus. Um, and my mum's family are like, you know, a mix of English, yes. Irish, Scottish, I suppose. But they've yes. been in Australia a really long time. And my dad's family also his parents came to Australia and decided to be Australian. They sort of let go of a lot of that heritage very standard Aussie Anglo kind of vibe but with my beautiful dark father whom I can only thank for like complexion and hilarity (laughs) and the melanin thanks for the melanin con (laughs) yeah I think when you grow up in that kind of society which I think a lot of us did because it's that whole like baby boomer generation who wanted to secure life for their Children. For the children and make um, sure that the next generation and the next generation is taken care of. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Then yeah. you grow up on facts, I suppose, not on feelings. Exactly. And I feel like our generation now is very like, cool, Crazy. thanks for the facts. Crazy. Now we're in the feelings. <laughs> we're in the feelings and sometimes I feel they backfire. Yeah. Because you're like, yeah. oh, I really should have listened. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. I like, I mean, I like facts, yeah, but I also but, like fun. Right. <laughs> I also like feelings. <laughs> and so then you decided, okay, great. Thanks for the advice. But. Mm. You've always known that you had that creativity in you. Yeah. How did you go from there? I worked for state government for about 15 (laughs) years. I tell you what, so last year I have, you know, friendships with a lot of the people that I used to work with, but I also have a lot of, you know, your Facebook acquaintances, I suppose, Mm. from people that I used to work with. Yeah. And somebody commented on something recently, and I say recently, like in the last year. Okay. Commented on something and said, oh, Elle, we miss your face around here. And my first reaction was, I don't miss my face around there. I don't miss anything about that. <laughs> I do not miss my face around there. I know. And 
I feel like I've come so much into my own. How long were you in state government for? I want to say like 14 years. Whoa. I'm pretty sure it was 14 years. That was a good stretch. And what do you think finally kicked you out the door? Because the reason (laughs) I say that is because, you know, I've been in corporate building for like 12 years. Mm. And when I eventually got to a point where, like I've always known I'm going to have my own business and my Mm. own creative outlet where I can decide how I want to design homes, how I want to approach home design. But what finally kicked me out, I honestly just think that, I don't know, it was just a weird combat. It Like the job fired me. Like, I don't yeah. know how to explain it. Like nothing felt aligned anymore. Yeah. The same fire, the same passion was there, but not in that building, yeah. not in that nine to five scenario. So yeah. it just got to a point where I feel like everything was just kicking me out. Yeah, I can understand that. I can So what? Because I, I did probably the most fun thing that you can do yeah. for like a state government agency. I was in like large scale event management. I saw so that the other day. I heard um, it on your podcast on yeah. the blueprint. I love that word, by the way. <laughs> I love your name. I came up with it myself. Oh my God. <laughs> And obviously it matches with the blueprint. So I was right? like, yes, yes. That's it. Um, and flowers. I what are you going to do? Mm. So then you then finally got to a point where you were like, all right, I'm this event. I'm in this event, large scale. And I bet you that was probably something that started making you kind of go, hang on a minute. Yeah. It, so it took me a long time to let go of that. I mm. think. And when you say like what finally kicked you over yeah. the edge, um, having a baby kicked me over the edge. That adds a lot to the story. <laughs> so when I was pregnant with my first mm. child, I think that was the catalyst for me. It was like when I go on maternity leave, I'm yeah. not coming back. And I knew it in my mind that when I took that maternity leave, mm. I wasn't coming back. Amazing. I had it there as a safety net in case you know, something went horribly wrong or, you know, business didn't go as I hoped Mm. it would, or, you know, something happened with my husband and his job. Mm. I knew that I had that job there if I ever needed to. But I remember like getting to say the end of my, you know, maternity leave point. And I had a nightmare about being in the office and I woke up being like, I can't do that. Like, there's no way. That's deep. Yeah. Because that's like your subconscious, your body, your being. Yeah. Kind of saying to you. Can't do this is no, we're not it's doing not this for you. No. Yeah. And it's funny how like I held on to that position for a while mm. before, you know, they emailed again and again saying like, do you want to come back in some capacity? What's Don't happening? you want to come back? Like, yeah. I think they were pretty clear that I wasn't coming back. They just wanted confirmation. <laughs> but they needed the confirmation yeah. and I needed to officially let go of it. And when I did officially let go of it, I was like, right, I am officially all in here. Mm. Like, this is the time. So I officially finished that job at the end of November 2019. So I finished in 2019. Yeah. So the last four years have been like full business and babies. I don't know. Like I was just about to say mm. to you, that was a brave move. It was. How old was baby? She wasn't born yet. Oh, so you were mm. still expecting? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so she was born March 2020, just as COVID yeah. hit everybody. And you had started the business. The business has been running for like eight years. Amazing. It's almost eight years yeah. now in various forms, I yeah. suppose. Yeah. It has absolutely exploded since I've put in all of my energy. Part of my energy has been in raising babies, but <laughs> put all of yeah. my energy in but, that But, you know, you feel basket. your business is a baby as well. Mm, it absolutely yeah, is. It's, it's our little babies. Yeah. And yeah. it's like you nurture yeah. them, you grow them, mm. you take care of them. Yeah. So, and right now we're picking out a high school. Yeah, resigned and decided it was time just to go for it, for, to go for it, to be my whole self, Amazing. I suppose. And it's one of those things where you kind of know there's 
more to you mm. and mm. I remember physically standing in the office right because I was good at what I did I understood what their mission was and I understood how you moved up the ranks in a corporation like that yeah. and I could see myself like okay well I could take this next level position and I could do this and I could do yeah. that or the other side of me on this other like completely different yeah. staircase could do x y and z in my business and I had this fear that I wouldn't be taken seriously by moving into my business and doing that more. Mm. And now I just don't give a shit. Amazing. Like, you go, what I do is so much more aligned with who I am. Yep. Yeah, it feels so much better. It feels like it's what you should have, or what you have to mm. do and what you should be doing. Yeah. And I think that's the best thing. And that's why I said, what kicked, what did the job finally kick you out itself? Mm. Because I feel like misalignment is the first sign that you're not in the right place. Yeah. On that note, Mm. how did you adjust L as the girl in the newness of your business from a 95 corporate going government job (laughs) to now you own your own business, marking you already married, Mm -hmm. your wife, and you were expecting a Mm -hmm. baby. L as the girl, how did L help prepare herself for what was, or did you even prepare yourself for the big transition that was about to happen? Did you think about it? I thought about it a lot. I definitely worried about it a lot. That's, you know, in my modus operandi to just worry about things. <laughs> so I definitely worried about it a lot. I think after I had Maeve, um, my first baby, I don't think you can come out of having a child without being unchained. For anybody who thinks that life just carries on how it can and that you're the same person, I'm no. sorry, that's nice, no. but you're not. No. Like, because your priorities have shifted. Mm. So aside from anything else, having a baby your whole priority, your whole world changes more predominantly for a female than it does for a male, but also for a male. And I feel like after having Maeve and doing the business and having Maeve, that felt easier than having a nine to five in a business. And having Maeve has shown me more how to have fun, how to play, how to just sip on the floor. It's really given me that you can stop right now. Like you don't have to work all the time. And I don't know if I would have, I feel like if I didn't have children, if I had never done that, because it was a crossroads for us going, do we do this? Don't we do this? If I hadn't had children, I think I would never have had an excuse to step out of my corporate job. I would have built so much further in my business Mm. and that would have taken a lot longer to do. But I also wouldn't have given myself the freedoms that I do now. I'm kinder to myself now. I enjoy my life more now. Mm. I have time for the people and the things that I care about more now Mm. than I ever did before. And I think that's like the most wildly earth shattering thing when I actually think about it. Like the person that I was before, you know, she's still a good human. She's still so good at her job. She's still so good to her family. She's still there for all the people that needed her. But I feel like I'm a better person in myself Mm. now for having my children and for focusing on something that I care about. Oh my God, that is so beautiful. Does that make sense? Yes. I love that because I think a lot of people go, like the biggest question I face is like, how do you do it? How do you do it? it?" And I'm like, well, I left my nine to five because there was no alignment and Mm. balance. I'm a Libra, right? So it's very important for me to have fun (laughs) and it's very important for me to grind and be present both sides and like you I can totally relate when you had your child your daughter first it's the thing that made you go wait like what is the next step and I honestly Mm. totally can when I left as well it was similar 
we were so out of whack in our family. Mm. Ted and I were constantly arguing. We were arguing because he was like, you're not happy in your job, leave, right? But I had worked so hard for like 12 years. <laughs> and I was finally in a leadership role and I've always wanted to be in a role where I can mentor and teach and mm. grow and learn the operations. So I was finally in that role, but Ted was just saying to me, but you're not realizing that mm. It's taking so much out of you. And I knew that. So he was like, for your own mental health, yeah. this is not good. And my kids, I think Jazz and Elle, when I think about those days where I used to drop them at before care at 6 a.m., they would be mm. the first kids in school when school starts at 9. They're there at 6. And then they would be the last one to be picked up at 6 p.m. when school finished at 3. Monday to Friday for two weeks because Ted worked away for two weeks. So it was like... A lot. Mm. When everything started getting misaligned at work, when mm. the job started kicking me out, I had just took one look at them and I said, I can do this. Like for these, for them, for them, this, this has mm. to work. And I totally respect that. Mm. And the lessons that come out of that, I think you expand yourself so much beyond what you think. Like when you said you are still that girl, but you've grown so much because you hugely kids mm. expand you. Yeah. I think it was yesterday or the day before. I've been so busy this past week because I'm trying to tie up work to make sure that when I'm off, I'm taking leave in a few mm -hmm. weeks that I'm, I've tied up a lot of loose ends, yeah. right? But then what happened is two days ago, Jazz and Elle, I picked them up from school, which I am now able to do after oh, like 12 years. I'm like, do you know when I started, the moms at school were like, oh... Oh, who are you Jasmine's mom? I'm like, yeah, it's me. Oh, we know, we know Ted. We've never seen you before. I'm like, yeah. Like, I don't need that It's okay. You. Sit down, girl. I'm here. <laughs> People are not there for different reasons, yeah. right? You don't know the story. Yeah. Anyway, we'll talk about yeah. that another day. <laughs> so Jazz said to me, came back from school, and I felt really bad because I picked them up, got home. And Jazz, honestly, I say when God gives you children, he knows why he's giving you those children. Because if I had any other children, I don't think I'd be able to do half the things I do. Mm. Because honestly, these girls are, they're just, they're onto it. They know what what I need, when I need it, and how to support me, yeah. which is so bizarre because sometimes I look at them and I'm like, they're like old souls oh, in these bless. little bodies, right? Yeah. Two days ago, I came from school, dropped off, they got home, and I just went in, went straight to the office, and I, I told them in the car, I have a Zoom meeting as soon as we get home, so get them, um, you got this, you know? Jazz is like, all right, we got snacks, and Jasmine organized the most beautiful platter oh, for them. Like, did care, like they changed it, everything, and then she came, she kept opening the door, and I was already on a Zoom, and she's like waving, and I'm like, it's all good. <laughs> and she said to me after my meeting, which turned out to go for like three hours instead of an hour and a half. Oh, damn. She said to me, mommy, you work too much. You're always working. And that broke me, because Lord. I was like, I left my nine to five mm. so that I have the freedom to decide what I want to do with my time. And it has to be my kids first, my husband and mm. my kids, and then everything else. Yeah. So how do you navigate moments where I know in your business, the seasons can be crazy mm. where you just, sometimes you just can't be there. You yeah. can't be mom. I find it really hard to be mm. honest. Like, and I think that's something the last season with wedding floristry specifically, mm. it's very seasonal. There's like a chunk of time when you're really busy and then a chunk of time when you're not very busy or not busy at all. And the last season showed me that I need more help, um, that I can't do it all myself and I can't mm -hmm. expect that I can do it all myself. I need to factor in paying other people. Absolutely. But there feels like there's been a number of times like Maeve, 
is such a daddy's girl and it's so sweet. And I love their relationship so much. And I love that they have that. It's really special. But I also feel like she's been thrust into it a little bit. (laughs) Yes, and he works nine to five during the week or like you know more than nine to five during Mm. the week which is a lot for him so he misses a lot but then on the weekends Mm. you know during wedding season I'm out I'm like no can't be of any assistance like I will organize the during the day the during Mm. the week help and Mm. he will have to organize the weekend help if he needs it and there's been moments where like Maeve has been sick she's been Mm. so sick and Mark has to take her to the doctor or the hospital yeah. and I can't go and I can't be there. And it sucks. It, it like, does. It's it painful. Sucks, like, it feels not being like able you're to be not doing something right. Yeah. 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 And, but then I'm like, well, if this happened on a weekday, I would have to take her and he wouldn't be able to be there because he would be at work with yeah. appointments and not be able to leave. I know that Mark has no qualms about that for me, but I do. It it's just my it's soul. It's personal. Yeah. Like, I'm like the, I couldn't yeah. be there for her. Yeah. And so that, I do find that really hard. I do mm. think now I have a few more boundaries in place for myself. So yep. like Monday is, that's mummy day. Like yeah. That is full mummy day. Yeah. And sometimes it's my most challenging day. Yeah, me, I know. If I'm honest. <laughs> but it's like, that's our time. I'm like unrelenting in certain days of the week or certain times of the week. I yeah. like, there's no work. Yeah. And like through the off season, I was like, right, it's the off season. I'm only working two days a week, the two Love days it. that my kids are in daycare. Yeah. Unless there was a job on and I needed to be somewhere. Yeah. And that gave me space to spend quality time with them. Because otherwise when you're trying to force quality time in, it's never good. It doesn't work. Yeah, you're just forcing, and you yeah. end up frustrated as well, like because that's you've got it. something else on your mind that you feel like you should be you're doing. You're not present. You're not present. Yeah, that's the key. That's that you're it. not present. present. So I find it hard to balance that and mm. to you know make sure that I can be there yeah. for the moments that I want to be there. But yeah. what this last season is specifically has shown me is that I need more help. I want more help, yeah. and it, within my business and within my home, like happy to have a weekly cleaner instead yeah. of fortnightly. Yeah. <laughs> But I also, like, Maeve's going to start kindy next year. I want to be there for her. I want to be able to do that with her. Mm -hmm. I don't want to feel like... I mean, sure, she might end up going to after-school care or whatever, but I want to be there as much as I can for her. So I know now that I need to prepare my team and my life to be able to take care of the after 2 p.m. or the fact that I won't be there until 9. Like, that's how life is going to look going forward. Yeah. And I've got a, a year or so to get to into that swing. Yeah. But I love how you're already starting to think about it. Because I think mm. most of the time, women or mums, when we get into mums, wives, women as a whole, when we get mm. into business, we either put blinkers and we just blinders and we just go, this is it. This is all I'm going to be doing. Mm. Everyone else will have to just figure it out. And sadly, that's not how it works. Mm. So I love that you're thinking about it now going Okay, but what is the game plan going to look like? Yeah. What is the change? How do right? I do what, it? How is it going to work? Yeah. And I'll tell you a funny story. When I left my nine to five, I never had help. Mm. Like I never had help. Mm-hmm. I never had. So both our families are away. And I was just honestly, in hindsight, I was running on adrenaline. I think it was one of those. You do. You cannot drop the ball. Like you die. Who's going to be there? You fall. <laughs> <laughs> you cannot die, girl. You cannot even die. <laughs> You know, God forbid. But I realized when I left, Ted laughed because the first week I quit my job, first thing I did was hire a cleaner. I love that. And this is when I quit my job. (laughs) Hired a cleaner who comes and does a fortnightly clean, right? Hired a cleaner. I had had her before I resigned, but it was like 
as a sometimes because mm-hmm. I was still stuck Occasional in the hole. <laughs> oh, but I can do it. On Saturday, I'm going to clean the house after swimming. And while the girls are playing, I'll just tidy up. And I'm going to meal prep for the week because I can, which is another thing. But I had a conversation with my sister funny uh, before I'd hired the cleaner where we were talking about this whole thing, how we tend to just go as women, even though we don't need to. Is it an internal thing where we go, but I can do this. Mm. But is the thing is, but you don't have to do it. So my sister said, self-preservation, right? Yeah. <laughs> self-preservation. And she's like, think about it. You are going so hard, your body's going to give up on yeah. you, right? And I said, this is so true. And I said, this is why I hired a cleaner the first week I resigned. Yeah. Second thing I did was start doing food, uh, HelloFresh. Oh, cool. Okay, HelloFresh, if you're listening, you can sponsor the show. But I started doing HelloFresh to just come on automatic order. And it was just for the dinners, and I was mm. still doing it. But it wasn't just for the dinners. I also did um, a box of fruits for the week. Mm-hmm. Because I realized that for the kids' lunch boxes, I could do anything. I could put it together. There could be some leftovers, some noodles, whatever, because I love doing lunch boxes. But where I always lacked was like the fruit, the snacks. And I was like, all right. So I did that. Cleaner comes. Hello Fresh comes. So that means I don't have to go to shops. I don't have to go shopping. Mm-hmm. I don't have to worry about cleaner. And, I, and these are the things that I feel like you're right in saying. You don't have to do it all. Mm. We need to start getting to a point, I think, as moms and as wives and women to say, but when you start a business, it's not like you've got free time now. If anything, you're going to work harder. Yeah, definitely. So yeah. we need to be able to say, I'm going to delegate these tasks that I don't need to do so that I can perform at my ultimate best in business mm. and as a mom mm. and also be fresh and sexy for you when you get home. Oh yeah. What? You don't feel fresh and sexy if when you've had to no. do all of the things, like right. all of the things in the home, all of the things for the children, all of the things for your business. You don't feel sexy at no. the end of that. And you don't feel empowered. No. You just feel tired. Yeah, tired. Like <laughs> ran over. And, like, and that's mm. not a way to live. And I, I know that that's a privileged position to be in. 100%. I understand what I'm saying comes from a privileged position. I agree. And I also understand that my husband Mm. works incredibly hard in his nine to five job. Yeah. And that also assists the life that we have for sure. This is so true. And you're very, this is very good that Mm. you mentioned it. Actually, we should put that out there because I listened to your podcast the other day and you talked about your husband being incredibly supportive. Mm. My husband is my biggest cheerleader and my biggest supporter. Like, honestly, he's, even when I said I'm leaving the job, he was the one saying, leave it. You're going to be greater when you're out of that. Anything I try and start, I'm like, listen, like, this is what I'm thinking. He will be listening and he's like, I got you. I got Mm. your back. You just do it. He sacrifices not being home so that I'm, you know what I mean? Like, when I got to a point where I started thinking about, why am I afraid to just start this business? And I said, I'm privileged enough to have a husband who's supportive and who's saying, go for it. Mm. A life partner, even if it wasn't a husband, whatever, like someone, a best friend who backs you and says, I got you financially, mentally, whatever. I can hold down the fort while you do this because I believe you are going to do something great, right? When I started to think about it and I said, I'm being selfish by not taking this risk when he's sacrificing so much so that I can take this risk. Yep. You know, and I think that was one of the things that also you're right in saying it's a point of privilege to have the extra support that yeah. we have to be able to outsource. But I also feel like sometimes even as women who are making great amounts of money, I had a conversation recently with some a friend who's doing well in business for many years. But when I said I have a cleaner, she's like, oh, my God, 
I don't have a cleaner. I need a contact. I said, what have you been doing? <laughs> why are to you doing us? this? <laughs> because I know you can afford one. And we laughed about it because she's like, you're right. It's just that there's this thing in us that I can do it. It's a mental block. Yeah. It's a mental block. Yeah. Like, yeah. is it, do you reckon that maybe it's because it's something that's instilled in us mm. as women, as females, like as a woman, you need to be able to take care of your home, you know? And how do we, as mothers to daughters, of, like, how do we then make mm. sure that those girls grow up knowing that you can do it. You can do anything you want to do. Anybody can do whatever they want to do. But they're things that you shouldn't feel like you have to because it's an expectation. Yeah. How do you think in the next few years you're going to navigate that conversation? Or what would you do? Such what would you question. say? It's like? <laughs> a really good question. The next generation looks so different to me, right? Like when I think I about it in general, I was talking to a friend the other day who owns a nail salon, does my nails mm. um, every couple of weeks I've been going to her for years and years and years and we're talking about her kids and she's got two boys and they play video games online they both have each of the boys has their own like PlayStation Mm -hmm. and they both play with each other Mm -hmm. online in different rooms of the house okay right (laughs) so they play together online against each other and we had to talk about are they playing Roblox I don't know what they're playing. I don't know even what games exist anymore. Like I'm way out of that loop. But they play against each other online in the same house, in different rooms of the house with their headsets on and their own personal PlayStations. And that's not even, you know, what we consider to be a privileged lifestyle. It's just the standard apparently. And why I'm bringing that up is because I feel like when my kids get to that age like they're three and one essentially now yeah and when they get to that age you know in 10 years time life's going to look incredibly different and it makes you realize how like your parents used to say to you when (laughs) when i was a kid all we had was you know in the olden days we had a tire and a stick in the backyard or whatever it was you know when i was a kid yeah and when she was talking to me about this i was like you know, my sister and I did have a Nintendo something or other yes. at some point in our lives, yeah. which we both sat next to each other and played, TV you know, games. and it's part of the, yes. you're in my way, yes. you're in my way. Was it like, the ones with the cartridges? Remember the yeah, TV the games cartridge you, you the push top. it down? We had that. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> like, it was one of those. With yeah, the you push it like, in. So much yeah, Game Boy. Plastic. Was it Game Boy something? <laughs> <laughs> but like, I remember that kind of thing. Yeah. And I think... You know, that's a small thing Mm. that has changed so dramatically over, you know, generations of children. Mm. And I feel like what my kids will go into in 10 years time or what they'll grow into in 10 Mm. years time will be so different than it is now and so different than it was for me. It is. And so in terms of how I'll advise them and how how I will teach them that sort of stuff, I'm not sure. Mm. But it is funny because... I have a fortnightly cleaner now. I would love for her to come every week. It's like my dream. I also want an actual housekeeper, like not just. Oh my god! Not, like yes. I, I want a them to do manager. more than just cleaning. That's it. Up. Come take, just open the fridge, <laughs> and when I come back from work, then it's all filled because you yeah. realize I have no butter. Yeah, yeah. Do you yeah know? Go get me the butter. Thank you. Let's do That'd this. That'd be great. I'd love to well, afford we, that. We are praying for um, that. Like goals, goals in goals. years to come. Listen, the next podcast episode we do in five years' time, we should <laughs> elevate ourselves. Yeah, yeah I'll have my one point five million dollar mantle. Mansion. There we go. Um, it won't be a mansion. Not hey, girl, I'm girl. designing it. I am designing whatever it is for you. I'm there. But we digress because of the delightful wine. Um, how will I advise them? So, obviously, I know how to vacuum and mop my floor. I know how to clean my toilets and my showers. I know how to clean my bathroom sink and my vanity. Mm. I know how to make my bed. Uh, there's two of the things on the list that I just said that I actually do now. 
And the two things there are occasionally I make my bed. Mm-hmm. Occasionally, not Absolutely. every day. Occasionally. Mm-hmm. And I vacuum my floor. Yeah. Between the cleaner coming in the fortnight because I have to. It has to happen. But I don't do any of those other things anymore. So how will Maeve and Remy learn those skills? They probably won't is Mm. what I want to say. Like, in all honesty. Mm. Mm. And when I say I don't do them, obviously my husband does not do them either. So they're tasks in our home that we physically don't do. And I... Like, am I going to show her how to do that just for the sake? I don't know. Like, yeah. I genuinely don't know. This is so true. This is deep. Am These I going to teach them that... how to do other things in their lives that I feel like They're are not going to really benefit gonna... them more in their future? You know when you were in school and then they taught us algebra and <coughs> taught us weird stuff mm. and you're like, now in hindsight, I'm like, why did I need that Q times 10 minus negative 12 equation? <laughs> why did I need that? Well, that being you know said, I mean? though, I know that you can't like move out of home into a share house of friends and not know how to clean the toilet. So, I mean, I'll make sure they both know. At least what (laughs) I'm trying to do already, because I totally understand because mine were like, I guess for me is when I was 17, I left home because I wanted to travel the world. And I, my best friend and I went to uni in Malaysia. I'm grateful that my mom used to do the whole on weekends. We all have to get up, clean our bedrooms, you know, take your laundry. Okay, we had like two housekeepers, but but it's a different world in Africa. Mm. It's like house living housekeepers or house helpers or assistants yeah. is like standard. Standard drivers, security guards. So we were privileged growing up. My family were privileged in that sense, though. Not mm. everyone is like that. I should say, not everybody lives that kind of life. But I was still thankful that. My parents did not spoil us. Mm. We were very well off and we've come from a great family. But still, I still remember my dad, you know, saying to my brother, wake up. You wanted dogs? We always had dogs. Well, get up and go pick up all the poop. Or pick up the poop. Go pick up the poop, you know. Um, On Saturdays, my dad's like, what are you doing just lazing around? My brother was like, oh, God, playing Game Boy. No, let's go. Let's go wash the car. Let's Mm. do, you know, like things that he, I knew when I left home, I knew how to, my, my dad and I are very close. I'm like, daddy's girl. <laughs> knew how to change, check the oil. Yeah, of a change a tire. Change a tire. Yep. Knew how to iron, my mom, like iron cook. Like I can throw down a mean meal. Mm. Knew how to iron, like things that you didn't have to know because there was help there. Mm. But thank God I had those skills because when we were 17 in a foreign continent, I was not wasting money eating out all the time. My yeah best friend and I would go and buy groceries when all the other kids were like going to dine out every time. Mm. So we were, we learned how to save our money better because we had these skills, Yeah, you know? Yeah. So, so what I'm trying to do with the girls now is like allow Jasmine and Noel, they cook HelloFresh like pros. Amazing. It's four steps. But they can follow the right? recipe. And I'm there. Recipes don't have to be complicated. It's, so, it's four steps. Yeah. HelloFresh is four steps. And I'm like, these kids want to cook. They're begging. Yeah. And I used to say no. You know why? Because I was afraid of the mess that I had to clean. Yeah. <laughs> so, so once I got over, like you, when you said they teach you how to have fun. Yeah, they do. So once I got over my boring, controlling side and I was like, let them learn. Now I can reap the fruits of my labor because I can sit back and have a meal. Yeah. Right? Oh, that's nice. I like that. Right? Yeah. You, and you know, yeah. she might become master chef one day. She Maybe. Might, it, it's sort of like, Why I'm not? trying to get them to explore everything. Yeah. And I'm like, you figure it out. Like yeah. whenever you're ready. On that note, we're home. <laughs> we're in your 
beautiful home. Oh we talked home. about Mark. We talked about lovely babies and how you are navigating it. And you're thinking about, well, you know what? The future is going to be different. Mm. Right now, in this moment, how do you keep a balance if there's ever a thing in your home? How does a typical morning look like where you're like this was a good morning <laughs> is it just getting out the house or how do you start your day what is your morning ritual okay i feel like mornings are a bit chaotic in our house and it often depends on what kind of mood madam mave wakes up in <laughs> i love that oh, my poor baby um, she's the boss she's oh. totally the boss of the house i'm co-boss but she's definitely yeah, she's the boss the, she's the main girl um she's the main girl so <laughs> Like typical morning, so Mark and I alternate mornings that we exercise. Mm. So he will he gets up at four 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 thirty every day, regardless. Mm. Um, and either he goes to the gym or a walk, um, or he has some time to himself. And then I usually am up um, about five thirty. My alarm goes off. If one of the children hasn't already woken me up, which is <laughs> which is usual, we babe doesn't sleep through the night yet, so Aww. we're often awake with yeah. him through the night. So. Regardless of whether we're tired or not, we're up. Mark and I are both up by 5.30. Yeah. Um, he's up very early. I'm up at 5.30. And so on a good day, I'll go for a walk in the morning. I have an hour to myself to go yeah. for a walk. Is that part of your um, self-care? Yeah, part of my mm. self-care. So exercise and self-care. Yeah. Um, and it's not strenuous. It's mm. a fast walk. But I usually walk down to the river from where I am. Wow. It's not very far from here, which is yeah. nice. But yeah. Yeah, I can walk down to the river, I see water, I have a little moment of calm and then I walk back. And then we'll get start getting ready for like breakfast and getting dressed and going to daycare. Mm. And that's like the standard, I suppose, which that will continue to change over the next few years. Um, and every day is a little bit different, different. in our household now yeah. as well. We don't have like a, this happens every single day. No. So flexibility so is very important. Yeah, it, yep. we do need to be flexible, but having like... I think the big key for me mm. is I get the bags organized the night before, right? Like, and I get the things organized changer? the night before. Yeah. Yeah. So when on a good day or a good week on a Tuesday before Mark gets home from work, like I don't work on Tuesday afternoons. So I'm home with the kids. I make dinner for us. I get Remy's bottles ready for the nighttime <laughs> and then I get their bags ready for daycare mm. on Wednesday so that they're all prepped. I've got their clothes out. I'll let Maeve pick what she wants to wear so that in the morning there's no argument about what we're wearing because you chose it yesterday <laughs> and it's on the table and that's what we're wearing i love that um so we're but that's like, also a life skill it's a life you're skill teaching. yeah mm, yeah you chose it like you choose what you yeah. want to wear because i'm not arguing with you yeah. in the morning about yeah. what it's going to be because you've got your own feelings yeah you know what you want yeah yeah I so getting that. like their stuff prepared the day before mm. or the night before yeah. helps me in the morning because I know that I'm not like then in the morning being like I've got to get bottles I've got to get formula I've got to check if they're yeah. spare nappies I've got to check if they're spare clothes like does she have clothes for the day what shoes is she wearing how are we doing the hair like all of that sort of thing yeah. so having that stuff organized the night before has helped it a lot help. I think yeah. it would help a lot and then does Mark play a big role in that like day-to-day prep or set up for the day. I know he still um, does a yeah. very hectic nine-to-five, He does. He has a pretty full-on job. His biggest role with the kids is mm. in the evenings. Mm. So every evening when he gets home, he baths them and sorts them for bed. So oh, I love they that. do that together. Yeah, it's like um, a bonding moment Yeah, it's well, a bonding hey? moment. And it also, mm. like, as shitty as it is, like, I'm still 
I'm downstairs doing like the cleanup from dinner That's and true. dishes and all of that. But I yeah. get to do that by myself without anybody oh bothering God, me. I'm glad you said that because I love being alone <laughs> in the kitchen. I literally, people say, oh yeah, we just cook and bake with the kids. And yeah, every day no. I'm like, oh, but yeah. it's my quiet time. Yeah. Yeah, and Remy's like at an age where he's trying to like pull knives out of the dishwasher oh, and yes, like I, pulling things out of the dishwasher as quickly as I'm putting them <laughs> in, like that kind of thing. So yeah. it's nice when you have the energy for it and you're by yourself, like resetting the house after a day of chaos mm. when the kids have been playing their little hearts out and you know that the next three days are like daycare and work. Well, for me, that those like Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, daycare and work. 100%. And so I want to set myself up as well as I can yep. for that. So I think that's like the key role. The mornings that I go for walk, for a walk, Mark is like breakfast and like, yeah. you know, he'll usually help with getting them dressed and all of that sort of stuff as well, which is just amazing. And that's um, beautiful. That goes back to the whole supportive life partner. Yeah, right? exactly. Do yeah, you feel we know like... what each other needs. And we are at a point now, I think, where we can mostly ask for it too. Like, you know, if I'm walking yes. out the door, I'll be like, well, when they get up, can, if May's not up yeah. yet, can you like get them dressed? Because we've got to leave at 7.30 yeah. or whatever it is. Like just communicating if what you need is really and huge. efficient communication, yeah. right? Yeah. And do you feel that with Mark's support, this is something that has become very pivotal in growing Maple and Rand mm, into this successful business. Yeah. And you still looking fabulous as a <laughs> mom and as yourself and still being able to have you time. Yeah. Big yeah. role Mark plays in that definitely. whole picture. Hey? Yeah, definitely. Mm. He plays a huge role in my life in general, yeah. right? Like we have each other's backs and mm. yes, we argue like every couple yeah. does. Yes. We have small frustrations with each other all the time. That's natural and normal when you live with anyone. Um, and yes, there are moments when I get it wrong. And yes, there are moments when he gets it wrong and we work through that, mm. you know, but I think like he knows what my business needs mm. and he's got a really good like sales and logistics brain. And that really helps me sometimes mm. to sort of, I will call him for advice when I'm feeling really emotional about something or really stuck on something. I'll mm. call him to talk to him about it, to try and get his perspective mm. because that sort of helps me get out of, I don't want this to sound terrible, but get out of my feminine energy of it and mm. look at it from more of a business a perspective diff- yeah. instead of feeling so personal about it. Cause yeah. we often feel really personal about the things that we do 100%. and so that in itself is super helpful. Yeah. And that sounds to me like Mark brings a balance and a different perspective mm. to your home life. Yeah, which definitely. is important yeah. as well. Yeah. And because we're on Fridays at home, yeah. <laughs> I always love having these conversations because we sometimes focus too much on who are you and what do you do mm. and forget where you put your head at the end of the day, yeah. where you actually sit down and form the next big move. Yeah. It's in the sacred space of home, yeah. right? So by having balance, like what you said, mm. both of you working towards a common goal, yeah. I always believe, I don't know, disagree or agree, brings like a harmony in the home space. It does. When you're on the same page. Yeah, Yeah. when you're on the same page, Mm. yeah. And when you feel like you're tilting to kind of like mellow out this conversation, (laughs) before we sign out, what advice would you give any mum, wife, female who has a home, we all have homes, who has children, who is in a marriage and is looking to whether start a business or 
grow a business to a next level mm. and is just a bit afraid of what that pivoting might do in a home space. Like we've just talked about how, you know, we shared so much about the chaos and how we deal with it. Mm. But if someone is coming in and is going, oh my God, I'm right on the edge and I'm really inspired and I love these conversations, it's good to know that there's solutions. But what advice would you give them if they kind of like, but I'm just so afraid of what this big change is going to do to my home? I think... Clear communication with your partner is so underrated, Mm. but I think it's also having those conversations with them about like, if I do this, what does it look like for you? And if I do this, what does it look like for my children? Mm. And setting some really clear boundaries around it as well, because I think as women, but also anybody who is in, has that entrepreneurial spirit And that shows up in multiple ways. Absolutely. You want to do everything at once and you want to go guns are blazing and you can see that goal and you really want to hit it and you want to hit it now. Mm. But having a family and other people who rely on you and other people who you give a shit about and Mm. want to spend time with Mm. isn't always conducive to hitting that goal in, you know, 2.5 seconds. 100%. So I feel like it's looking at the bigger picture, Mm. looking at Mm. that, what the home life is, what Mm. the current situation is Mm. and maybe taking a step back. Yeah. Not saying that you can't do it. I think you absolutely can and you absolutely should, but how many of those steps do you need to do right now? And I love what's the current dynamic of your family. Like for me, Maeve's about to start school. It's not a good time. Start putting extra pressure on the business right now because I want to be able to be there for her next year when she starts that and be around that. So it's how do you take pressure off and adjust it around your family Mm. life? Obviously, depending what ages your children are at, like you can have those conversations with them as well. But like considering what after school activities they have, like what actual physical time Mm. you really have to commit to this Mm. business or venture Mm. and then going, okay, how do I make that work? And for me, the next step of that is also putting really firm boundaries around that time and allocating it. Because one of the biggest things like we've noticed in our household, even we have an upstairs, downstairs situation in our home. And so our living is downstairs and our bedrooms are upstairs. Mm. But the office is also upstairs. Yeah. And (laughs) if we walk in the door and have to finish a piece of work... At 5.30 in the evening, when our kids are mental, mm-hmm. tired, mental, hungry, want to mm-hmm. go to bed mm-hmm. and need their daddy or need their mummy because mm-hmm. it's the end of the day. And if we try and do something work-related right then on the yeah. kitchen table, they yeah. will lose their minds. Yeah. And it yeah. will totally reverberate the around thing. the rest of the family. The other one of us will start to get really frustrated super quickly as well because mm. we're at the end of our tether. Yeah. So we have both sort of said, right, if we need to do something work-related as you walk in the mm. door or at that time of night, just remove yourself and go upstairs, do it in the office. The other parent will manage what's happening downstairs yeah. and then come down when you're finished. That is very Because important. you can't, don't think that you, you can build a business and do your work with your children oh. right around you. It just doesn't happen. 100%. You it, get frustrated. They get frustrated. It will create a negative narrative. <laughs> it does. And it about, creates a negative yeah. environment in your home. That's the thing. And it's that's so hard. That is like, so hard. It feels shit. Because your home is your <laughs> sacred space. It is. I love yeah. that. Clear communication and setting boundaries. Yeah. I honestly agree with you 100% because mm. I feel without those two, that is a recipe for disaster. Mm. Mm-hmm. And without being able to communicate effectively to even your children so yeah. they know. Like when Jasmine called me out two days ago, 
I knew that I kind of loosened my boundaries a little bit. Yeah. And immediately I was like, tying it all the way back again. Yeah. I'm not going to do this. And you're right. Having strategic like boundaries, boundaries right? Mm. Oh my God, that's so beautiful. Yeah. Oh, now, <laughs> I don't even know. This has been such a great conversation. I've really enjoyed chatting I so far. So <laughs> but before you run away, okay, I'm just going to throw it out there. You have me in your home. Yeah, I'm oh, lucky. <laughs> this is a bonus gift. Yeah. You have me in your home. If you were to pick my brain and just say, B, give me your magic wand to fix this room in my house because of ABC, what would it be? Okay, I've thought about this. We're in my lounge room mm. at the moment, which is probably it's my beautiful. favorite space it's in the cozy. house. It's cozy and it's minimalist it. and it's calm. And the lighting in here is amazing, guys. Like, oh, it's, nice it's so good. Yeah, yeah. I do like this. And it's there's beautiful. trees outside, like, it's nice to stare at. Yeah. Um, so I really love this mm-hmm. space. Like, it could be styled in such a better way, but I have small no, children what are and you I don't care. About? Home yeah. is a feeling. Yeah. I always say home is about when you walk in and I feel welcome. Yeah. And I 100% feel welcome. Oh, I'm so glad I you feel welcome. I feel so welcome. That's good. That, so do not worry about that. Like, move on. Okay, but the room <laughs> that I would get your assistance with, to be honest, mm. is out. we have this, like, random, like, lounge play area. Yeah. Yeah. And if we had a magic wand, mm-hmm. the kids would have their own space to play, mm-hmm. right? Because... They're so little right now that they they need need it it around us. They need it. Yeah. And they need space to play. Yeah. And right now, like their toys literally live (laughs) in our like main dining area. Right. So our dining table is like shoved in one end. It's a funny little space as it is anyway, but the dining table is like shoved in one end and then it's just like toy city. (laughs) (laughs) Toy city. (laughs) And we tried to like, yeah cover some stuff so like having cupboards to like contain some of it Uh but I still feel at the end of the day there's just toys everywhere Everywhere. yeah even if we're like one basket at a time with the kids there's There's still toys everywhere they have to do like I'm regularly standing on Lego that's it but I would yeah if I was going to get your assistance it would literally be that space so it would be like how can we make it kid friendly Mm. and still not look like it's just Toy City. It's just Toy City. Okay. Mm. Number one, I would put a rug. Uh-huh. I would put okay. a nice rug, but it wouldn't even be a pretty rug. So you're very minimalist here, mm. which is great. I would put a big rug there that's really vibrant. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So say, for instance, we draw inspiration from that artwork from right behind you. Painting behind okay. us. Okay. So then we pull those bright colors. They've got a bit of teal. There's a bit of pink. There's a bit of yellow. So it's bright. We intentionally want it to be a kid's zone. Mm, fun space. Well, intentionally. Mm. So I always say, if you've got a space that's not going to be... It doesn't fit into the overall thing. Mm. Don't try and blend it. Don't try and cover it. Like literally make it stand out. Okay. So first thing, show it for what it is. So I would get a big rug. Ikea's my favorite for things like mm. this. When the kids were, were little, love Ikea. Big rug. And then Ikea's got these cube, you know, those cube the storage. cube thingies? From that, that sliding door all the way to the end. Yeah. I would just get them in white all the way there. Yeah. And then get the wicker baskets. Because your style is very minimal and homey. Wicker baskets all the way to the end. And then let the top, because it's at kids' height, yeah. let it be their place to do their Lego displays and do stuff mm, and sit on top. on top there. Another thing you need to get right in the center of the rug mm. is like, you know, a white... Ikea's got these nice white kitty tables. They've got they like table stools, and chairs, right? Mm. And then get bean bags. Bean bags? Yeah. Get really cool bean bags. You could do them in like the oh, Kmart. I just bought these Kmart ones for the um, theater room. Mm. They're leather. They're tan leather. Cute. 
wipe them off easily the kids can do whatever they want to do but it's like low maintenance easy to go even you know when they're on like the kitty table doing puzzles or lego you can just sit down on the same level as them and let it be toy city and be involved in the toy city i honestly would do that i used to have okay, the same harness setup. the toy city harness it. <laughs> I, also another good thing is to have like um ikea have these um chalkboard easels mm-hmm. that you can put like the rolling painter to paint and then it's a chalkboard where they can draw they're so cute. Like, have two of them there. Let them just go. So that I when need they to go to Ikea, get, Well, girl. Like, <laughs> we need a shopping list. When they get home, you'll see. They will start navigating to that space. And their toys will never be here. Because mm. you can still see them from here. But that's more fun. That's yeah. like that's the zone, a fun zone. Right? Yeah. So I, they don't bring it into the lounge room and like overtake this area it will reduce yeah it will reduce <laughs> less because you will also enjoy sitting there yeah yeah i would do that so with a magic wand and a thousand dollars or less we can get a great space that's doable so call that's me up so next doable. time i'll go shopping with you <laughs> okay oh, Al, thank you so much for having us in your home thank, thank you. you for welcoming in on a friday it's beautiful weather out there so how about we say cheers to a great Friday? Oh, indeed. There's and still wine. I know. And we what are you up to this weekend? I'm going to Rotto this weekend. Oh, I'm so excited. Yes. I can't wait. Ha- I'm going to make some memories with my babies. Oh, do you know what? That's it. Yeah. Cheers to, cheers to that. Thank you so much for joining me on this week's episode of Fridays at Home. I hope you enjoyed our conversation and found inspiration to create a home business and lifestyle that truly aligns with your most authentic self. And if you did, please leave me a comment, share this episode with a friend, repost on socials, and give me a rating so that I know that you enjoyed the show. If you want to hear more from me, make sure that you click that subscribe button just in case you forgot. I don't want you to miss next week's episode. It's going to be jam-packed with practical tips and inspiring stories from our guests and myself. So goodbye for now, but I know I will see you next week. Don't forget to tune in to another episode of Fridays at Home.